Drop the subject with Allie and James Simmons, nurse practitioner. Happy to be here. It's Tuesday. We've got Just the Tip Tuesday. All kinds of good stuff to look forward to on the show today. (sighs) Oh, that was quite the sigh, Allie Johnson. I'm in a sour mood today. Uh Uh-oh. Why? What's going on? I killed a bunny. On my way to work what? this morning. No. <gasps> there. You, oh, no. No. I Don't tell pity me, me. Tell me everything. Pity tell the bunny who's lost its life. I've taken a life and I can't. doesn't know. Okay. <laughs> Here's what happened. <laughs> okay. in, in our area, uh, there are a lot of, there's a lot of wildlife around, especially because in May, they had, in May and April, they had a lot of time to mate and more time than normal. I mean, Bunnies are usually that's their thing, right? Mm-hmm. They, they're, they're effing they a lot. Reproduce like a bunny. Yes. Yeah. So there are ten thousand zillion bunnies around our apartment complex, which is great. I see them uh-huh. hippity hopping all over the place. Usually, when I leave to go to the station, which is at four thirty in the morning, I see all kinds of little bunnies that are gnawing at the grass, and they were afraid of me at first. Now they're just like, "Hey, sup." And I go to my car and I and I go to work. <laughs> right. And occasionally, honestly, on more days than not, there will be a bunny bun bun that will try and cross the street while I'm driving. Aww. So I'm driving along. And this is the one moment where the bunny has really timed things out poorly. And it darts in between my four tires. Oh. I mean, right, right <laughs> under the no, car. Right. Like there is no <sighs> turning back. There's, There's like no nothing you can anywhere. Do. Yep, you can't do anything Nothing. at that point. Yep. Nope, you can't do anything. I, I saw and I was like, no, it was like slow motion, bunny darting. And I was like, no, bunny, no, Thumper. And then it was just like, boom. Oh, and I was like, oh, oh. the worst, the worst feeling. Oh. And there's so many thoughts running through your brain at that point. You're like, okay, no, maybe it was actually a rock. No, maybe he just like ran into the side. Should I stop? Should I get out? What happens if it's still alive when I get out? Like all these things run through your brain and especially it's 4.30 in the morning, right? Right. And I'm always running late. So to stop and check on a bunny that's 99.9% already dead or going to die. I don't have time for this. (laughs) So I keep going, but I feel bad. And I get to work and I'm like, oh, man, I can't believe I killed a bunny. They're, I mean, I see them all the time. I, I, I probably, they're, yeah, I'm going to see the bunny mother when I come home. Of and course, right. Just, She's I'm thinking about all those things. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, need, we need to talk. <laughs> but I can't. You can't say anything. Hi, Ali. Right. Do you have a moment? <laughs> um, I believe you. My son right. is under your tire. Ooh, yeah. So I go, I go home and I tell Katie, I tell my wife about what happened. And I was like, I think I hit a bunny. And she goes, was it at that first light? (laughs) 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 And I was like, yeah, at the first red light. And she goes, it's flat. Oh, she saw it. (laughs) Oh, no. She saw like the flat and she was like completely flat. I was like, okay. So. That, which is, I guess, good. Means it died probably instantly, one, right? One presumes this was instantaneous. Yes. And which is... Uh, I mean, to have it be completely flattened, it literally ran to my tire. Oh, I mean, I don't... I'm not into, like, <laughs> like the details on bunny deaths. But, like, I mean, you clearly are as now the expert. But, I mean, if... 
at least two of your tires ran over this car. Maybe there were more, <laughs> though, is the problem. No, I think it was just the one. Uh-huh. I think it was just the one because he darted in between. Oh, so then... Like, two of my tires had already gone, so it was just the one. If it's that flat, were there other people that also maybe oh, accidentally yikes. were driving in the same... I'm sorry, Bunny. I'm sorry, bud. Well, uh, sorry, R.I.P. Bunny, and uh, we're going to take a two-minute break uh, and a moment of silence. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject, James Simmons, and the legendary, your Ali Johnson, who can quite literally be heard all over the world on <laughs> multiple platforms. I just not I Alabama. I don't, you're, you are you're in Alabama. You can be heard at theme parks, on TV, radio, <laughs> on actually being a radio host on multiple platforms. I just want people to know, like you know, we're lucky to have Ali Johnson around. You know, sometimes this is a pretty typical thing that happens for most people. At some point, I don't care how well you know your boss or like your boss, at some point you are going to disagree with your boss. And on Tuesdays, we do this little schnazzy little thing called Just the Tip Tuesday. And this time, we're going to talk about and give you some tips on how and when you can disagree with your boss respectfully. Yes, which of course you're inevitably going to do. I recall one of my first jobs in radio I had a boss that I disagreed with constantly. And it was a boss that did not take no for an answer. So one of those people who, in general, they have a lot of ideas. And the ratio mm. of ideas versus good ideas is is a drastic <laughs> difference, right? And so you yes. have to kind of finagle your way into coaching them out of their own idea which is takes uh, takes a, a very special finesse but let's uh, yes. learn about how to properly disagree with your boss because it could save your life or your job yeah very much so timing is everything when it comes to this kind of like in relationships so knowing when to speak up and here's the example so like let's say your boss has an idea about a strategy for a client, but that client very specifically mentioned to you at some point that they hate that kind of strategy, you should probably speak up, even though it's a different of opinion between you and your boss, right? You have valuable information that could help. Well, that's also the best case scenario because you've got you've got a, a, a cohort. You have somebody that's going to back you up. Well, this person said literally they don't want that. That's right. your scapegoat right there. The important <laughs> thing is either finding somebody else to blame it on <laughs> uh, so that you do or, you know, if there's a, a, an actual client that you're dealing with that you can just make it their idea. Yes, absolutely. And and that really when you can scapegoat, that's really one of the biggest things. The other times to speak up are when you have there are consequences that your boss might, might not be aware of that you are acutely aware of. So similar also, if you happen to be the expert, right? Like if you're like, I actually worked at X job or I've done X, Y, Z thing, or my partner is a garbage person and we're pitching the city garbage people. Like I have some expertise in this. That's when a good time to disagree with your with your bosses. But in the how to, to speak up is also very, very important because it's important that you also sound collaborative while also speaking up. So things like, ready, get your corporate hat on. <clears throat> I cannot find my corporate hat anywhere. If Anywhere. If we went in that direction, boss, I'd worry about X, Y, and Z, right? Mm. You, you 
make the blow very gentle. The way I was looking at it is, although I'm not sure I love that one because that one's a little bit dangerous. Like, particularly, It seems condescending, right? It's a little condescending. Also, they're probably the boss for a reason. And if you're a subordinate, like maybe it doesn't totally matter what you think. I wonder if some like millennials wrote this. This one happens a lot in corporate America. My take was a little bit different. I thought X, Y, and Z. Yeah, doing the like, oh, that's so interesting because I was thinking of it like this. Oh, sorry, I was actually thinking of it as this as this way better thing. That's so uh-huh. interesting. Yes. Uh, well, at the Excellent. end of the day, and I don't know where this list ends, James. Uh, I'd like to know when when it comes to money, if you disagree with your boss about that, and you're like, wow, that's so different. That's so, so different than my take, which was me having more money. <laughs> I like that. My and then they're like, right, money <laughs> has been a bit different. Could I share some of the concerns I'd have if you didn't oh, pay me more money? Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> my concern. It's so funny because like my client is my cat who needs food and yeah, I yes. cannot buy uh-huh. her food. So she has a problem with that. We had originally agreed to you paying me more money. <laughs> and that's important to me. Is there a way we can make this work? See, all of these things. I love it. When you just plug money in there, it works for everything. Should we take this to our boss? I think we should. Let's just, we'll we'll pull this clip. Okay, so Jesse, just pull the end of this. Uh We'll all ask for more money and we'll see who gets it first. Right. I think I know how this game ends. (laughs) (laughs) Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Welcome back to Drop the Subject. 2020, Allie Johnson has been a year of records. There have been, uh, and most of them have not been good. A a record viral uh, pandemic, record numbers of hurricanes. Yellowstone has had a record number of like small earthquakes there. It's all very scary. The opinion of the United States is now at a record all-time low globally. Fuck. <laughs> Fun. You know, it's so fun. This is just so fun because we were like tops when America first came about. It was like, whoa, America. Did you hear about this new land called America where people actually live there, but we're just going to bulldoze everything and we're going to take ownership and we're going to make it ours and we're just, it's just like a promised land. It's a land of freedom. Yeah. It it is not anymore. (laughs) Right. And now, you know, what is it, 400 years later? Everyone has the worst opinion of the United States, and I I think I know some of the reasons why people believe that and that it's gotten worse in the past few years, but you are going to test me and see if I can guess which ones hate us the most. Yeah, well, so I was going to, I said, let's make this a game, because this is what we do here on Drop the Subject. We play games very, very well, even with difficult subjects like, who hates us the most? And I wanted to go. This is really tough because there's like 213 countries out there, right? So, like, I'm no, like, okay. I think we should go through all of them. Ready, Ali, go. Who hates us the 187th the most? <laughs> uh, let's see. I think it's Czechoslovakia. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Nice. Very good. Yes. Um, one game you're actually good at, Ali. I'm kidding. So, Pew Research Center, which did like the, the Pew Research Think Tank, whatever. They, they're they awesome. They have Pew, 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 Pew. They do tons of really amazing re- uh, research. And one of the things they put out recently was an overall U.S. image in terms of how we handled coronavirus, our economy, what people think of Trump, our relationship with the G8, our relationship with the G20, et cetera, ah. et cetera. So I've given you some clues there. 
there are some countries where we're at an all-time record low among the G8, mm, which... Okay, so it's you, China. Do you know... <laughs> Do you know? I don't. Is China part of the G8? Do I don't know? know. I don't even know what the G8 is. <laughs> you don't know what the G8 is? It's like the eight industrialized countries. They always get together and people protest the G8 and the G20. You don't know this, Allie? No. Oh, okay. I so, mean, I know I know what a G, I, I, I sort of know what it is generally, but I don't know which countries are in there. I would imagine China's in there, though. Um, I'm not sure that they are, but I guess I should uh, know that before. But I will go, I'll, throw, I'll give you these six countries where we rank the lowest. And I want you to guess. Maybe you can put them in order. Okay. So UK, France, Germany, Japan, Canada, Australia. Those six countries have the least favorable opinion of us. Really? Yes. Who... Amongst those six, do you think, has the most favorable opinion of us, knowing that in all six of those countries, we are at a record low opinion? Let's see. My first... See, when you were generally asking me, I was going to go with a really nice country like Finland or Switzerland, just because they like everybody. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. But if you're giving me these options, I'm going to go Australia liking us the most, simply because they're the most easygoing. And they're like, yeah, all right. I don't know. U.S. is maybe they don't wear masks. Sometimes you don't want to. Interestingly, at its highest, only 59% of Australians had a favorable view of the United States, which is much lower than the rest of these countries. Oh, I was like, that's not that bad. (laughs) At its highest, and that was in 2001. Australia currently has a 33% approval rating of the United States, like favorability rating of the United States. And they are, interestingly, on this list, Allie, only third lowest. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, so who's the lo- who who likes us the best? Who likes us the best currently right now is a tie between Japan and the United Kingdom at 41%. 41%. Okay, yeah, Japan, they just seem like nice people who don't hate anybody. But if you look at the statistics, that actually means 59% of people in Japan don't like us. <laughs> like when you flip it around, the lowest on yeah, this list. But it's list, like silent hate. <laughs> it's <laughs> down from an all-time high in 2000 of 78% of people liking us. Germany now only has 26% of its citizens have a favorable opinion of the United States. Okay, well, Germany, 26. let's go. We'll go head to head any day with Germany. I'm, I mean, I'm sure Will they're working we? on getting their numbers up <laughs> for a while now. So uh, we're in the same boat. We'll be right back with more Drop the Subject. Drop the Subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject with Allie and James. We always love interacting with you. If you get at us at DTS Show, we're always asking questions and we'd love to hear from you. Over the weekend, we asked you, what's one thing that, you know, when, when you start adulting, James, you start mm. having to buy things for yourself that you didn't normally buy. And the first time you go into that Ikea or Target or whatever hoity-toity place you're shopping at, and you see a price tag on something that you've never really purchased before until you get to be an adult, you're like, what? It costs this much money for that? Uh-huh. That's what we were asking you was what is one thing that the first time you bought it, you could not believe how expensive it was. Something that you thought was way cheaper than it actually was. And we got $86 on my first set of real towels. So that came through towels, sheets and comforters. Were Crazy. were coming through on uh, on Instagram a lot, and yes, I'm not even talking. You're absolutely right, James. Not only 
actual towels. I'm talking every type of towel, a throw yes. beach towel, a dish towel, any kind of towel, because apparently they're durable and you don't have to buy them a lot. So then when you mm. do have to buy them, like a set of sheets, that's it, a, I mean, a decent set of sheets. Yeah. You're not cheap at all. And I mean, a if, whole comforter or a duvet that can run you like three, 400 bucks. Easy. Absolutely. And if you get one of those, dumb beds that's all deep and everything then you gotta buy the deep sheets and they're like oh i have a dumb deep bed (laughs) Uh uh-huh you dumb deep beds i got it for free through sleep train dan you sleep train okay um but mattresses came through as well uh mattresses Uh i don't think people realize how expensive those are until you buy them but one that i loved that came through was secondhand clothing not goodwill if you go to like a crossroads or oh, like a consignment store Buffalo and you're like, oh, this exchange. is just, a, yes, some kind of exchange place where you're like, cool, I'm going to get a nice 1950s dress and it's going to be like $4. And then uh-huh. you see one and you're like, this is cute. And you realize it's like 150 bucks and you're like, what? <laughs> this has been worn by thousands of people. <laughs> or or at least one person a thousand times. But then when you see that it's like, a, you know, whoever, like an original Donna Karen or I don't know, whatever. I don't know designers. But it's like some like fancy schmancy or whatever. And the dress was originally $3,000. So your one fifty is actually a bargain. I, I, I totally get that. The one that is getting me lately and still, I think, as an adult, though, is interest. Where you're oh. like, wait, when my credit card bills were like mega ultra high. And you're like, okay, yeah, I put $500 down on that credit card. We're going to pay this bad boy off in a few months. This is going to be awesome. And they're like, $216 of that went to interest. And you're like, what? Yeah. And then homeowner's insurance, which I don't know about yet. But I was telling my dad, I was like, (laughs) hey, can I have some money? But whatever. We were talking about homeownership and buying a house. And he's uh, like, did you check insurance rates? Because these fires are no joke. And when I looked at that, I was like, huh? (laughs) <laughs> it hurts someone a run lot. over a bunny oh it was really it was really rough um right. trash cans also came through on the list when you buy a trash can you look at that pr- a price tag you're like holy crap that's insane a uh, cheese also came through curtains <laughs> curtains is a big one i yeah. have two sets of curtains that will probably last me for the rest of my life because i could not believe how much it cost to buy actual curtains when i bought them for the first time uh-huh Yep. Uh, and and this is why you're like, why did my parents leave those stupid curtains up for so long? Or like, yeah, like, my, why didn't actually, you just get new curtains? Right. right. Or why do in my college case, students we, use tapestries as tur- as curtains? Because they walk into that. a pottery yeah. barn and they walk right back out again. Or, right. Or yeah, these people who you, it, this is the thing, though, you start to have perspective when you walk into people's homes and they're like, oh, we got these curtains at Restoration Hardware last weekend. And you're like, oh, these people can drop like six, seven hundred bucks on some damn curtains. On curtains. On curtains. Just on a weekend at Restoration Hardware. <laughs> and then not um, only that, people get they replace their curtains like on a yearly or whatever. Every five years, they'll buy just buy new curtains. Who does that? Like, what? Are you kidding me? Like, just buy, like, white or taupe. Like, that's always going to just, like, always we'll go with gonna everything. match. Right? Like, you never have to get rid of it. You know, throw them in the, take them to the dry cleaner, which, ding, ding, ding. 
cleaning was another thing for me. I was like, oh, like, I'm just going to dry clean everything in my closet. And they're like, this is $115. I'm like, what? To dry clean? Are you kidding me? Dry cleaning. Yeah. Oh, well, keep them coming Uh, at DTS show on our Instagram story. We asked you, what is one thing that when you finally went to go buy it, when you became an adult, you were shocked at the price tag? We'll be back with more Drop the Subject after this. Drop the Subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject with Allie and James. What year is it? I know it's tough to understand. It's 2020. You feel like it shouldn't be. I remember 2020, the year that you thought was going to change it all. You took that New Year's Eve photo and you made your resolutions. And now you look back and you're like, where did it all go? Well, that's why we look back at years past. In what year is it? I will give James some facts about a year in history. And you, James, will have to guess which year I'm talking about. And because we are in an election year, that means all of the years that I give you will be election years. Years that another person was elected as president of the United States. James is very good at this game. I am awful at it. I don't think I've ever gotten one right. Is that true? Really? Never won? I don't think I don't think so. (laughs) I think you've got I think you've gotten like one right. Like by accident, if that was the case. (laughs) I think the the time I accidentally told you what year it was, you got that one right. Oh, thank you. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Here's yeah. here's your Great first job. year, James. I have three right. years in front of me and different random facts about them that Jesse puts together. He curates a nice special uh, cocktail of of different things that happen mm. in these years, and then you must guess which year. So here's the first one. Then this year, Richard Nixon ran in the Republican Party but didn't win. The top song was the theme from A Summer Place by Percy Faith. No idea who that is. Uh The average monthly rent was $98 a month. OPEC had just formed. That is the Organization of of Petroleum Exporting Countries. And the film Psycho premiered. Ding, 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 ding. I think I know. I think there's this whole thing about Psycho being like it was supposed to come out like a year before and it couldn't because of these other things and whatever. And Roosevelt. Roosevelt was nominated but didn't win, you said? Uh, Richard Nixon. I wish I Uh, I mean, not Roosevelt. Nixon, yeah. I wish I hadn't corrected you. (laughs) Right. Uh, Roosevelt would have been a very different answer. That changes things. Okay, so I think that is either... 60 or 64. Oh, I'm going to say 1960. Oh, my God. You're right. <laughs> okay, so this I would have gone like higher. This is like some weird sk- talent of yours. I can't believe I know. this. It is, it's super weird. I don't, Nixon throws me a little bit because he was around so much and whatever, and that history gets a little confused for me. But I remember that there's something about Psycho being like a 50s movie that was like weird, and they couldn't let it release it in 1959 or something so that it was 60. So that was actually the clue that tipped me over. Okay, well, I gave it away with that that clue. Let's move on to another year. I think this one's going to be harder. Okay. In this year, the election was won by incumbent President Calvin Coolidge, who was the Republican candidate. The Bible Belt had been first used in the Chicago Tribune newspaper. So the term the Bible Belt became a thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, of course. Uh-huh. The invention of the Caesar salad happened. <gasps> that was Caesar Cardini in Tijuana, Mexico. And the first Winter Olympics took place in Chamonix, France. It was uh, it featured a total of 16 different events in 258 athletes from 16 different countries. So, oh, I'll give you a song too. Do you want a song? Sure. I mean, I don't know songs from then, but 
<laughs> Rhapsody in Blue by Paul Whiteman. <laughs> Familiar? And George Gershwin. So I'm really bad at this era. Coolidge. Oh my gosh. But the Olympics. God, that did we weren't having Winter Olympics in the teens, I know that. So maybe we didn't by the nineteen by nineteen twenty. So it's either twenty four or twenty eight, probably. <laughs> Which one are you going with? I don't know. I don't, I'm going to split the difference. 24. 1924. You're right. Oh, yes. Oh, my what God. The hell? Have you been looking at this? No. This, well, I'm like Calvin legitimately Coolidge, shenanigans at this point. No, no. I just, I like history and stuff. I, wa- I actually wow. watch those documentaries. All right. Here's one stuff. more quickly before we okay. move on. Now it's going to be my turn after this complete Astro. <laughs> All right, this year featured the contest between incumbent Democrat Jimmy Cotta and his Republican opponent, Ronald Reagan. Um, the, the top song was Lady by Kenny Rogers, and the Rubik's Cube was invented. The Pontiac Firebird was available for $5,900, and independent candidate John B. Anderson received over 5.0 million votes, but no electoral votes in this year. Carter and Reagan. Reagan ran twice. Won the second time. 76 or 80. I don't remember. He's throwing me off. What's his name? He's throwing me off. Oh, we gotta go. You gotta pick one. 1976. Oh my God. It was 1980. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's crazy. All right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, this is not gonna be good. You're gonna hear part two of this next. So stick around (laughs) if you wanna feel better about yourself. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. Welcome back to Drop the Subject. I am James Simmons with Allie Johnson, who has accused me of cheating. Accused me? Accused me of cheating, but I promise you I haven't. I'm accused you of cheating. I'm just that much of a nerd. Uh, so we are playing What Year Is It? Because we're doing pretty much anything we can to escape 2020. So we're going to go back into history and this is an election year edition because, of course, it's an election year now. So as as is tradition here on Drop the Subject, um, particularly when it comes to like nerdy history stuff, I did okay. I got two out of three. Boy, I was close. Almost three out of three. It is Allie's turn to play What Year Is It? Allie, your first year. Please be this year. Please be this year. <laughs> the average cost of a house in this year was $79,000 in the United States. The big All movies right. included Ghostbusters. Okay. Beverly Hills Cop and Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. The contest this year for between presidents was between uh, the incumbent Ronald Reagan and Walter Mondale, whose running mate, Geraldine Ferraro, is the first woman on a major party presidential ticket. Asterisk. Ghostbusters and Beverly Hills Cop, that was like at the very beginning of the 80s or it was in the late 70s. Indiana Jones, I thought was okay. I'm gonna go because I'm I'm cheating off of you. I'm gonna go with 1976. Allie Johnson. Am I right? N- no. Oh. <laughs> I was said. It I said incumbent Ronald Reagan. Right. That was means that wrong? He, that means 85? You're, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. That, but that means he was, he was already the president. What years did Ronald Reagan serve as president? <laughs> <laughs> You're making fun of me. I'm not making fun of you. You're laughing okay. at me. Right. I'm not. I'm laughing with you, Allie. I'm laughing with you. All right. Bully. All right. So 1984. Um, let's go oh. um, move on to the next one, which is not easier. So in this year. It's not easier. It's not easier. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna make it okay, I'm gonna go there. Roosevelt becomes the first and only president to be elected for a fourth consecutive term. Okay, so now okay. I this is definitely before 1980. De- definitely before 1980. This election took place while the United States was preoccupied with fighting a world war. Okay. Okay. Average home price was $2,938. Doesn't matter. I've given you the two big I guess in the big movies then were Meet Me in St. Louis, National Velvet, and Going My Way. Those probably Okay, that helps help a lot. Yeah, no, no, you should have led with that because that oh, just clears it all up for yes, me. Yes, of course. Uh-huh. Okay, so one of the World Wars. So the first one, I can't remember the dates of that exactly. World War II, I know, started in 1939. So Roosevelt, Roosevelt, uh-huh. he was doing things, I don't For the recall. fourth time even. The fourth time. So this was in the. Th- uh, I'm going with 1924. No. No. <laughs> no. You just said you know when the world Second World War started. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's the second one. Okay. Uh, um, I'm gonna say 1940. <laughs> I'm so bad at this. <laughs> so you're going with 1940? <laughs> no. <laughs> sure. Is Alan that Johnson, you. <gasps> Got really close, but you're wrong. No, I didn't. Uh, 1944. You were super close, though. Yeah. Okay. This one. You I was only tell- close because I took cues off of you. I was again in the 20s, and you stirred me away. And I, right, right, right. Okay. So this one, you're gonna get this one. I have full faith and confidence. Okay. So I'm gonna start off easy. The top song was "I Will Always Love You" by Whitney Houston. Okay. It was, it was one of the biggest movies from that year. Other big movies include Aladdin, Home Alone 2. Batman Returns. Wow. Okay. okay. Now we're in my comfort zone. This it was the 90s. It was the last year that both the Winter and Summer Olympics were in the same year. Oh, wow. Okay. The average home price was $121,000. Uh-huh. The three major candidates included incumbent Republican George H.W. Bush. Mm-hmm. Democrat, Arkansas Governor Bill Clinton, and independent Texas businessman Ross Perot. Ross Perot. He ran like 70 times. Or right, once gonna... where he actually was a third party candidate, Allie Johnson, incumbent President George H.W. Bush. What year is it? Oh, okay. Um, for the win, but not the win, I'm going to go with 1992. You did it, Allie Johnson! I did! Yes! yes! I am a winner! Yeah! Yeah! Love you! Love you! Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject presents... News it or lose it. Drop the subject with Allie and James. It's news it or lose it time, meaning I have two headlines. James has two headlines, but we must only news one each. We only get two stories, but we have four options. Are you ready to hear them, James? I am ready. Headline number one, Colorado couple's 20-year search for extinct fruit finally pays off. <laughs> what? Who cares? <laughs> Uh, losing it. All right. Then you're going to find out about what side of your bed 
do you sleep on because it, it determines your personality? I don't have the headline in front of me. <laughs> um, but I like that. You're going to learn think- about what what side of the bed you sleep on and what it says about your personality. Go like ahead. A big thing in relationships too, by the way. Like what side it of the is. bed you sleep on? Yeah, it's a big thing. Um, Allie Johnson, your two headlines: Numero uno, spooky cat with no eyes or fur. <gasps> has become Whoa. Instagram star with over 80,000 yeah. fans. Yes, yes, news it. Very good. We are newsing that. What you lost, Allie Johnson, unfortunately. Man proposes to girlfriend with will you marry me tattoo on his chest. The tattoo even included yes and no boxes. Oh, hetero people are so weird. <laughs> Do you want to know what she said? Did she check the no box? I hope so. Nope. Too bad. You lost it. Ha ha. Moving along. Tell me more, Allie. Tell me more about the side of the bed I sleep on. So this is the thing, too. Like, how do you determine it? So I determine it by when you're standing at the foot of the bed and you're looking at the bed. Oh, you mean like, oh. Is it the left side or the right side? Not when you're laying in it. Oh, I'm doing it as when you're laying in it. See? Exactly. And people get confused about this. So when I'm standing at the foot of the bed and I'm looking down on the bed, I sleep on the left. Okay, so if I'm laying down in the bed, you're it's sleeping on the right. On the right. You got it. What does huh. that say about Okay, me? that changes everything. Well, I, now I don't know because I don't know <laughs> which way they're looking at it. <laughs> See, this is a thing. Like, it's all about perspective. I, but, I, mean, I what think is, that it's the way I'm... Probably. I don't know. That's the way it, I read it. Okay. It probably okay. is the way you're thinking about Because what do you do in beds? You don't stand and look at them. You sleep in them. So it probably is when you're laying down in the bed. Okay, when you are laying down in the bed, I think I think this is the way it is. They don't specify. <laughs> now I've got everything second guessing. Sleep experts say that those who sleep on the left side of the bed have a cheerier outlook on life than those who are right side sleepers who tend to be Whoa. more pessimistic and they look uh they are more likely to be grounded and prepared for worst case scenarios. I am a right side of the bed sleeper. Uh-huh. Katie is a left side of the bed sleeper. She is very optimistic. Well, more optimistic than I am. And you seem, you are a very optimistic person and you're a very positive person. So it surprises me to know that you sleep on the right side of the bed, but it also can have thing. It can, there can be a lot of factors with this. Some people just don't want to sleep next to a wall. Some people want to be closer to the bathroom. So there are other factors that go into it that make you decide where you want to sleep. Uh huh. Mine is generally determined by how far away from the door I can be, because like right-sided bed sleepers, I tend to be the person who's always like preparing for the worst. Like that's where the weapon is kept. Like I want to know when the ghost or the hmm. intruder comes into yes. the room. I've got a few I'm extra seconds. I'm closer to the door. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. Is that why? And I th- I think that's probably why. Well, no, I don't know. I haven't read the rest of the article. <laughs> <laughs> But I think that it's uh, I, I think that that's part of it because it does say that people like what I do have in front of me is that it says they're more likely to be prepared for worst case scenarios. So I do think that that's a part of it is subconsciously you feel like you need to prepare for the worst and be closer to the door to protect the other people in your household. Yeah, I, I think that's that's part of it, too. Very, very interesting. We're going to have to do we should bring our sleep expert back on and talk a little bit more about this, because I think it does say a lot about personality and people are super, super picky about it. Um, one thing that you cat people tend to not be picky about is like, you just love all cats. Like you just yep. love them all. Right. So you need to go check out at jazzy dot purrs, J A Z Z Y dot P U R S on Instagram. Uh huh. 80,000 followers. Thanks to Jazzy's 
rather unusual appearance. This unique little guy, he's actually super cute, um, was adopted when he was about two years old. And at the time, he appeared to be perfectly healthy. And then she realized, like, this was not the case. So he started having these, like, flare-ups of feline herpes virus, which caused runny eyes. Oh, been there. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. You're like, oh, have you, Allie? Mm. Does Katie know this? Um. (laughs) Wait. In some of these pictures, she has eyes, and in some of the pictures, she doesn't have eyes. Yep. Little Buddy. It's Those are, like, old pictures of Little Buddy. Um, Like, eyes and I think she's going back and forth. Anyway, this whole, like, feline herpes virus got to be so bad in the eye that one eye had to be removed, and then the (gasps) other eye... And then ah! if that wasn't enough, the little guy suffered a stroke in 2019. Oh, Lord. But he is recovered. He's doing okay. He's They have adjusted to life without eyes, and he's a hairless. <laughs> so on top of that, it makes him like... So a hairless, even... strokey, no-eyed cat uh-huh, on and she Instagram. Says, either way, he has a good quality of life, and he's happy. Okay, well, I have clicked follow, and I am never going to look back. There you have it. This person even has a tattoo of this cat on their arm. Unbelievable. Two tattoo stories you brought, and you didn't even know it. Uh, yeah. Know it. Unbelievable. Well, this has been News That Are Lose It. We uh, have a two-minute break. It's a two-minute promise. We'll never play more than two minutes of commercials at a time. We'll be right back before you know it. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject with Allie and James. It's unfortunately time for us to say goodbye. Close up shop. That's Adieu. what it's time for. Adieu. Alfida saying. The good news is here there's several things for you. Number one, if you missed anything, there is a podcast. We covered a lot on today's show. We played what year is it i did a very bad job james did amazing uh we learned that the global (laughs) opinion thank you ali yeah we learned about the global opinion of the u.s and how it has sunk to a new low james tested me on which countries he think that uh that we think hates what (laughs) what that have the least favorable opinion of us right now it's germany the germans dislike us the most 74 percent of germans do not approve of us and we learned for just the tip Tuesday how to disagree with your boss. So you know, all I kinds think, of um, things. It's a really interesting point that you bring up here. I kind of I see that a little bit different. Um, I see that for just the tip Tuesday, we did more of like how to um, demonstrate when I'm right. And maybe the boss is like sort of incorrect. Ah, yes, you, you're you using the tips already, and I can barely follow them because I'm so tired, so I'm just going to say whatever, <laughs> I'm just going to say yes to whatever you tell me about. It's not like you get up at four o'clock every morning, uh, Allie Johnson. What I'm a murderer, I hit a bunny. And then you took out the, but can we talk about this though? There's a little bit of trauma that goes on when you like inadvertently take a life, Allie. That's really sad. So I'm sorry that you lost Bunny. I think you He's get to go, out, go outside and apologize to Bunny's mother. She's waiting for you right now. She texted me. She said oh she'd like God, a word with you. James, she's probably waiting. <laughs> you can do uh, it. She's okay. waiting for the Bunny to come home. At least you did it with the <laughs> Prius, though. So like there's so many Prii in California. She might actually not know that it was you. I don't care if she knows that it's me. I care about her losing her bunny baby. Oh, poor little bunny baby. Killed a wild. No, I was trying to ask Katie if it was an adult or a baby, and she just said it was flat. So I can't tell. <laughs> Katie, that's a, a, a way to be supportive, Katie. Was it a baby or was it an adult? It was flat. It was flat. But she did say it nicely. She said, babe, it was flat. Oh. 
<laughs> so if you want to hear the story of how that happened, that uh, was at the beginning of the show today. And you can download the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Drop the subject wherever you find your podcast. It's always great if you interact with us. We also talked about things that you didn't realize were so expensive, things you started buying when you were an adult. So um, definitely keep chiming in. We'll share your responses. We love hearing from you. Anything else? I, I mean, I think it's just a, a fanta- fantastic Tuesday to be alive. We do want to remind everybody, by the way, we earlier in the show, we did a what year is it election oh, year. We very, very cl- did not. We were remiss in mentioning voting, by the way. There are some places last week, actually, early voting already started in Virginia. People were like lining up. Um socially distant or physically distant uh, ballots come out the 1st of October and in states like California and some other places. So be on the lookout for your ballot. Figure out how you're going to vote. Go to vote.org. Go to your city's website, your state's website, whatever. Make sure that you are registered because there are so many places where people registrations got all wonkadoo. Do not wait until the day before or the day to vote to see if you're registered. Go now, check it out, make sure you're registered to vote, whoever you're voting for, make sure you're registered, that you get your ballot, that you know where to drop it off or you know where to mail it back to or do it in person if you are brave to do that, wear your N95, whatever you do, go register and vote. Yes, well said. And uh, if you have any questions, you can go ahead and ask us. We're happy to help you depending on where you live, if you're not sure what's going on and you don't have time to look up the resources, anything like that. We want to make sure it's as clear as possible and as easy for all of you as possible. And, um, you know, there are some places where they're making it hard to vote on purpose. So anything that we can do to help. Uh, we are more than happy to do. So you can direct message us at DTS show if you have any questions. Um, you know, we are here to make your life easier and we would love to help you out in that regard. We will see you tomorrow for Wednesday for the Gay MA, talking to Dr. John Paul and much, much more. We'll see you then. Goodbye. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q.